sister friends, in this week's discussion, we'll take a look at dating and waiting on your Godmate. What should Christian dating look like today? Although common and widely accepted in today's culture, is it okay to experience cohabitating? Or is that just an investment in fool's gold? Join us as we dive deep into the conversation. Glad that you have tuned in today. If you're listening by podcast or you're watching on Facebook Live, thank you for joining us today at the table. Before we get started, I want to talk about our cup, and it says thank you. And I want to personally thank each and every one of you, ladies and gentlemen, who have watched across the United States and even other parts of the world. You have embraced Sister Friends Cups and Conversation, and I want to say thank you. Thank you. you know, gratitude goes a long way, and I don't want you to ever feel like I don't notice your comments or your views and your likes. Uh, we only have this show because you're watching. That's right. And so from our staff and our team, uh, we want to say thank you. All right, ladies, are y'all ready to have a conversation? All right, I'm excited today. We're going to be talking about singleness and uh, what singleness is and, and just all of the, the nuances of uh, single life. And I have some incredible women around this table. Many of you all know Catherine Young. Hello. She's my co-host, and she's with me always at the table. <laughs> she brings the funny and the fun, yes, Kathy. Yes. <laughs> and she is the executive, she's a director at Care Parenting Center. Mm -hmm. And so she's running things and helping uh, families uh, in parenting skills and life skills. And uh, she does a great job here in the city of Shreveport. And uh, we also have today Shamaya Williams. Yes, Shamaya, welcome to the table. Thank you. Thank you she is a millennial. Yes, and she's an author. Yes. And a psalmist. And uh, she brought some books. Tell us a little bit about yourself, Shamaya. Are you you're a graduate student? Yes, I'm a graduate student at East Texas Baptist University. Um, I will be receiving my master's degree oh. um, in December wow. in clinical mental health counseling. Oh, wow. Congratulations. And I'm a program manager at Wiley College. Oh, Wiley. Yes. yes. All right. <laughs> uh, tell us a little bit about your books. Okay, so I have a few projects. I have a prayer CD entitled No More Chains. Okay. Um, it's a spiritual warfare prayer CD where I talk about or pray about, you know, things that we go through in the spirit realm. Yeah. Um, family issues, mm -hmm. relationship issues, and um, just a lot of things and how to fight in, yes. in the body yeah. of Christ through yeah. prayer because yeah. prayer is essential. Um, and then I have a Jesus Girl prayer journal. Jesus Girl, um, yes. And so, Great name. 
game. Um, it has, you know, different prayers in here to strengthen and to encourage yes. other young women to continue to fight the fight yeah. of faith. Yes. And so they have an opportunity to write in it. Um, you can write your affirmations yeah. and, you know, your goals in life. Mm -hmm. And then I have this, um, um, I dated three preachers. It hurt me, but it healed me. Um, this is very um, sentimental to me. And it's a book on the relationships and the things that I have experienced okay. in my past and how God now, brought did me. Did you say I dated yes. three preachers? Yes. Where can I buy my copy? It hurt me, but it on healed Amazon. me. And you can get this at Amazon. And see, when I looked at the title, it says I dated three. I didn't see the preacher part. And I was thinking, okay, she must be talking about her, you know, Jesus. <laughs> And that man, she dated three. But she's talking about she dated three preachers. Yes. You got a story to tell. Yes, ma'am. So we're going to talk about that. Yes. So we got Shemaya Williams today, and we're glad to have you at the table. Thank you. And then we also have Miss Tamika Ford. Yes. 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 Hello, hello, hello. And Miss Tamika is also an author yes, and a businesswoman, and a, you've got several degrees, I understand. Tell us yes, a little bit about yourself. Well, I'm an author, um, I'm a speaker, I'm a mentor. Um, I'm an ordained minister. Yes. Um, I attended um, Louisiana Baptist University. I got a master's in Christian counseling, psychology, Christian counseling, and then I pursued and obtained a PhD oh. in executive leadership. Awesome. Yes. Wow. And so, yes, and so I'm on that journey. Yes. yes. Well, congratulations. Yes. Thank, you. Thank you. I'm glad to be here. Yes. And yes. You, now you wrote two books, yes, one on singleness. Tell me, what's the title? Now, this one, Single and Saved, Embracing Your Season of Singleness. This book here is more about positioning yourself mm -hmm. um, to, to attract that suitable mate. Okay. You know, what do you need to be doing while you're waiting? We're going to talk about yeah, that today. It's not about the person, it's yes. about you. What That's you doing. Yes, okay. Exactly. And now the second book says next level. So you Next level living. Um, this book is about basically next level. It's about growing in identity and character and honor and humility, basically in order to maximize your potential uh -huh. and, and, and to grow and to go to the next level, you need to to, to develop yes. and make sure that you grow so that you can increase your capacity yes, and see when good. you increase your capacity God can enlarge your territory oh, yes. but you have to grow and keep now, it. Now where do you, where can they get those books? Um, these books are on my website okay. TamikaFord.com mm -hmm. and you can order both of these books uh, from that website. Alright yes, well as you can see we have us a very well-rounded table and uh, these ladies are well qualified they're both single so they're um, somewhat of experts on this topic <laughs> and uh, me and Catherine, Catherine we're the um, the married the old married women <laughs> at the <Yeah>. table <laughs> but we got some tea to offer we got some tea we for got you. some tea to offer today mm -hmm. I'm excited about this topic because you know a lot of times in uh, within the, the house of God um, we don't talk a lot about uh, singleness yeah. or singles and when we do it's usually with a negative connotation yes. and um, in most sermon analogies and concepts um, tend to be within you know reason uh, dealing with couples and marriage yes. and because you know we are the bride of Christ so that would be like the, the go-to example mm -hmm. and a lot of times uh, people that are single within the house of God feel a little like the third wheel or left yes. out a lot of times, at least in my opinion, mm -hmm. um, as a pastor of a church now for 26 years, give a shout out to New Creation Family Church in the beautiful city of Shreveport. 
And uh, so we found that a lot of times when we when we minister to our singles, <laughs> what is she doing? <laughs> when we minister in and to the singles in our ministry, they tend to, to bring up. Sometimes they feel left out, yes. and they would like to feel more included. Mm -hmm. And because of that, we've created a singles ministry. We've created a young adult ministry within our church. Um, and a lot of times, I think the broader society, even beyond the church, um, a lot of times they look at singleness as if it, it can be like it's a disease, yeah, yeah. you know, and, and then those that are single struggle with just being uh, walking in fear of the actual singleness. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so that's why I wanted to talk about it, because it's, it ain't a disease. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. And even when you go to a restaurant, what do they do? They have two chairs at a table. They don't have a table and one chair because mm -hmm. even the broader society tends to think in the terms of two. What do you, I mean, yes. what, what would you all say about that? Well, I think the singleness stage or season really is an opportunity for you to identify who you really are. Yeah. Mm -hmm. to, to focus on, because see, if, if you don't have an understanding of who you are during the singleness, and you have to have a, a partner, then you're going into a relationship looking for definition, yeah. looking for someone to define you, and mm -hmm. that needs to already have happened yes. before yes. you go into a partnership yes. or a relationship, mm -hmm. because people can mold you and shape you into who they want you to be. Right. And so now, you you're outside of the identity that God has created for you. Right. And so if you can't walk along in singleness, it really speaks to how you see and feel about yourself. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, that's absolutely yes. correct. Yes. Let me start off with a scripture in Proverbs 16 and 20. It says, those who listen to instruction will prosper. Those who trust the Lord will be joyful. And I picked that scripture because I wanted those of you that are watching and if you're single, whether you're single because you're a widow or, or you're single because you haven't found a mate or you're single because of a divorce, it doesn't matter what, how you became single. It's important that um, when, when wisdom or knowledge is being presented mm -hmm. that you uh, incline to the table. And the Bible says, those who listen to instructions will prosper and those who trust the Lord, and especially when you trust the Lord's yes. wisdom and trust the, the people that God has placed around you, um, you will be joyful. So your, single, your singleness, your single life yeah. doesn't have to be a life of fear or anxiety or feeling alone because there's definitely a difference between being alone and being single. Wouldn't you say, Chami? Mm -hmm. yes. yes, I do believe that um, being single um, you have to focus on building from the inside out yes. mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. focusing what's on the inside and the difference between being alone is like, you know, you're by yourself, mm -hmm. you know, no, you know, and singleness is, it kind of plays in hand, but there is a difference. Right. Yes. God, would you explain the difference of, be, of being single versus being alone? Well, with the alone, it just made me think about you have alone and mm -hmm. you have loneliness. Yes. And I feel like when you're in a state of loneliness, there's that's a sign of separation. Uh -huh. Like there's there's a disconnect between you and God because you can be physically alone and not lonely. Right. So when you're feeling extreme feelings of loneliness, you need to check your connection. How are you with Come God? On, that's good. Because in those feelings of extreme loneliness, it can lead you to connect with people that's outside the will of God. Right. And that mm -hmm. He doesn't even approve of. Absolutely, so. that is a great point. 
Mm. What about you, Kathy? I don't know nothing about being single. <laughs> 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 well, to tell the truth, I haven't been single in almost 30 years. Oh, okay. I've been married 28 years, but I, like you, when my my Adam found me, I was already complete. Yes. So when yes. he came, I was ready because God had already did a work mm -hmm. in me. Yes. And it didn't take him long to know I was his wife at all because I had already developed my relationship with the Lord yes. and I wasn't looking for anyone. You know, the Bible says he that finds a wife finds a good thing. Right. I wasn't on the dating site looking. Yeah. Yes. I wasn't. Yes. He found me. So I think what you said is powerful. You have to mm -hmm. find yourself, build yourself first, right. and then God will do the rest. Yeah. That's good. And you know, another scripture that I found in Proverbs 1 and 33 kind of goes along with what we're saying. But all who listen to me will live in peace, yeah. untroubled by fear of harm. Because I, I find that a lot of times, a lot of our responses and a lot of our actions um, are based in a fear, a fear yes. of either mm -hmm. being alone or yes. fear of loneliness. Yeah. And so um, we, th those triggers, mm -hmm. um, uh, just the fear of, of the society label of, you know, I'm past 30 or I'm getting closer mm -hmm. to 40 and I haven't met what mm -hmm. so society's expectation of me. You know what I'm saying? And so, but the scripture says, but all who listen to the instructions of the Lord will live in peace, untroubled by fear of harm. Let me ask you all this question. Um, do you believe a man or a woman, uh, if you're wanting to be married? Because not everybody that's single is looking to be married. Yes. There are some people that are actually happy being single, yes. especially, and you may be watching and you may be like, hey, I'm 50 or I'm pushing 45. I ain't yeah. thinking about a man. Yeah. I didn't say I wasn't wanting a man <laughs> for the man benefits. I'm just saying I don't want to be married to a man. You know what I mean? There are people that are out there. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so, but would you say that you would know um, after six months that a person would know if that person is their their marriage material or not? I believe that you, um, like, you know, my sister friend said uh, earlier that, you know, your identity, you have to know who you are. Mm -hmm. and. Uh, it didn't. It didn't take long for my sister friend. You know, when her husband came, he knew that she was the one. Mm -hmm. So when you know who you are in God, and yes. you have that connection with God, and an, another thing is intimacy with God. Mm -hmm. When you go, you know, you and God are in, mm -hmm. and you're in the secret place, and God begins to dwell in that place where you are, and He brings you. He'll bring that mate to you, and it won't take time. I mean, it won't take you know, it won't take long for for that that mate to come because you are prepared, you're ready, you know who you are, and you're focused in on what God has called for you to do. Exactly. Yeah, awesome. I, yes. I think I was I was focusing in on the part because there there are people that are serial daters, yes. or like they're stuck in long term relationships. Mm -hmm. Like they've been like, he's been my fiance or or you know my. Um, for it's been a, over a year, two, three years, and they still deciding is she the one or yeah. is he the one? <laughs> yes. I mean, do you guys believe in that concept with, that a guy or a girl, preferably a guy, knows if he's into that woman within the first six months? Do y'all believe in I, that I concept? I think he has. I, I really believe more so the guy. Mm -hmm. I believe he has an inkling and has an idea 
really probably the first couple of weeks or so we need meter that this is potential spouse um, mm -hmm. marriage material or whatever I believe that I believe if you continue in a relationship and allow it to be drawn out that you're doing yourself a disservice. You're okay. wasting. That's you're good. wasting yes. time, mm -hmm. mental, emotionally, mm -hmm. spiritually, and there's no guarantee. So you really you're in a vulnerable position. Mm -hmm. You're vulnerable, or the other person is vulnerable because there's no assurance That's that right. this is what it's going to be. Right. So I think there needs to be an expectation at mm -hmm. the beginning, mm -hmm. uh, up front. You know. And at some point, ask, you know, am I what you're looking for and vice right. versa? I think there needs to be some communication. Open communication yes. on what, what are you yes. expecting right. to get out of this relationship? Yes. Is this relationship just in the friend zone yes. uh, or is this marriage material? I, gu I guess that's the point I was trying to get at. Yes. Should it take more than six months to know this is more than just the friend zone? Because there are people out there that there may be somebody you watching right now and you've been yeah. dating dude now, it's yeah. been two years. And you holding on, you on you on year number three. Mm -hmm. Matter of fact, you you didn't slipped up, you didn't got a baby, and you're still waiting. <laughs> yeah. And you you know you're opining over you know the I do possibly. Mm -hmm. So um, so I guess as a single person, are are you all saying that you should get those? you know, instructions up front, like, you, you know, or you should know. Certain, before six months, you know whether or not you want this person to be the friend uh -huh. or you want them to cross over. Now, the time after that is really us getting more to, to acquainted, getting uh -huh. to know each other, growing with each other, and still in a godly manner. Right. But you know before a year, eight months, you know whether or not you want this to stay in that friend zone or whether or not we're going to pursue marriage is is that a possibility but don't you think that women are more likely to be like more we will know more quicker you know than the guy and ready to take it to the next level whereas the guy is a little bit more lax and he's just kind of like easing his way um i guess because i'm trying to figure out why um, the women hold on as long as they hold on. I think because they're not dating with a purpose. You okay. have to be intentional when you're saying you're seeking a lifetime mm -hmm. partner. And so when you go into it intentional and yeah. you dating or you courting with a purpose, you're not going to waste time for you to make up your mind about okay. what you want to do and where you're going and who you, you know, who you want us to be as a couple. So when you go into it with purpose, yeah. I believe that woman will not allow that to drag on okay. because she's purpose-minded. And then that goes back into her worth as well and knowing yes, who she is. Yes. Because that goes to the point when you did, when we talked about, you know, the subject being fool's gold. Yeah. Because yes. we go to that, that, you know, that area, okay, your real Adam could be out there or on his yes. way, but you are playing with fool's gold. Yeah. Yes. This man yes. don't have any intentions. He don't even see you that way. And then it goes back to you being being lonely. Yes. You could be in a marriage and be lonely. Absolutely. Or in a marriage Absolutely. and feel alone. But if you're not complete before you go into the marriage, you're going to yes. still be alone right. and lonely. So you have to determine your worth and decide is this real goal or is this fool's right. goal? <laughs> so do you think that it's, that it's really more in the woman's control or in the man's control as far as the relationship goes? I think usually we, we we say it's in the man's control 
But I think as a woman, as an individual, you have the responsibility and the right mm -hmm. to say, okay, will I continue That's right. and invest my emotions and time, time yeah. in this? You you have that you have that responsibility. Right. Because we're stewards over our yes. lives Absolutely. and our time Absolutely. and everything we do. So we're here responsible how we manage that. So yeah. Tamika here is, is giving us some great wisdom, you know, on this <laughs> single life. So Shamaya, let me ask you because you wrote a book said I dated three preachers. Yes. Give us a little snippet, you know, like, how did that happen? And uh, is your dad a preacher? Yes. So your dad's a preacher, so does that make you more attractive to preachers? Because girls tend to look for men, you know, like, like they like their dad. And yes. did, did that have anything to do with it? So um, for me, I, yes, it did. Okay. Because um, I saw my dad as a preacher, as a man of God, like this is this is all I know, this is what I saw uh -huh. in the house and everything. And it's like, okay, I, I want to date a preacher. So I was so caught up into titles. Mm -hmm. And I'll be honest, like, I struggled with dating. I didn't know how to date. Okay. You know, I mm -hmm. you know, was just in there, just like, okay, he want to be my girlfriend, my boyfriend. So let's date. Let's, yeah. let's go out, you know. And so it took um, some time to um, just break away from that yeah. and to get out of that habit of settling yes. for good, something, so you know. Mm -hmm. And these were great guys, amazing guys, but I had to realize that, hey, this wasn't for me. Yes. You know, yes. God has something different. And the guys that I dated, um, yes, they were in, we we both were in high rank, you know, like standards, like we're men of God, um, women women of God, and we're dating. So you had same values. Yeah, same values yeah. and everything, but it just didn't work out. And, you know, I just discovered um, as a counselor, I tell my clients, you know, it's okay with not being okay. Mm -hmm. But just yeah. don't, don't stay in that mindset of mm -hmm. not being okay. Yeah. Work towards being okay. Yeah. And yeah. so I'm at a season of my life and I'll, you know, I'm very, try, I try to learn to be transparent. And so mm -hmm. um, I was just dating this guy and I realized that, hey, this is, I, I don't need this right now. Yeah. Yes. Mm -hmm. And it was, I a distraction. To, yeah, it was a distraction. Mm -hmm. I, I'm in a season of my life where I need God more than I need a man. Oh, yes. I need God to um, reveal some things to mm -hmm. me, to reshape me. I need to focus on the inside out rather mm -hmm. than the outside in. That's you know, good. Um, yes. there's a lot of um, insecurities yes. that I need to you know, just burn away and allow yeah. God to replenish, to re, to refocus me. And I believe mm -hmm. there's a season for us as singles to just draw closer to God, yes. to really, to really grab hold yes. while we can, while yeah. we have an opportunity. Yes. And yes. my testimony is that God grabbed me. Yeah. He grabbed me out of the things that I was in. I was in some toxic things. Mm -hmm. I was doing mm -hmm. some things that I had no business doing. Yeah. Yeah. But I thank God for his grace and mercy for taking me in and I'm reminded of the story of Esther. It's like, you know, God, he had his hand on Esther. You didn't see, you know, God's name written in the book of Esther, but you can see the hand right. of God. Right. There's a process right. that we have to, to go, go through, through right. in order to get to the promise. Right. Yeah. And a lot of times we don't want to go through the process to get to the promise. We focus on the promise and we focus on the marriage. We see it on Facebook. Right. And there's a lot of pressure. Right. But we have to be grateful for the process Girl, you're preaching. that we're going through. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> and to think they were nervous before we yes. start. Okay.
Oh my goodness. You know, it goes back to the scripture where we said, he that findeth the wife finds a treasure and he receives favor from the Lord. Yes. He that finds, yes. he that finds you finds yes. a treasure. You know, and when we, what do we think of when we think of treasure? You think of a multiplicity of valuable, re irreplaceable things. And that's what God says about us individually. That's how he describes you. And so, but you, you can't develop and polish and, um, and, and really nurture that treasure if the treasure is looking for the husband versus the husband finding because he's doing his work. Come on. And like you ladies have been talking about, you're doing your work yes. so that when he finds you, mm -hmm. the Bible says that he will obtain favor from God. Isn't that beautiful? Mm -hmm. And isn't that amazing how the enemy takes something that's so such a beautiful picture yes. that God created mm -hmm. and he tries to pervert that and yeah. he causes us to be women, to be the aggressor to be the pursuer, yeah. to be chasing after a man and try to hold on to a man and yeah. fighting each other over yeah. a man or not being able to set boundaries and say no yeah. because we have to have a man. Yeah. You know what I mean? Exactly. And uh, so, wow, that, you guys, your, your testimonies are just absolutely incredible. Mm -hmm. um, let me ask you another question. Mm -hmm. um, one of the things that's happening uh, that I'm noticing is, is that in in the process, because each of us has a process yeah. that we have to go through. Mm -hmm. But in the in the process, I see people turning corners and they're finding themselves cohabitating, um, trying to hold on to a relationship, or pra or you know practicing, um, because as a whole, culture has almost um, devalued or made marriage insignificant. Mm -hmm. uh, what are your thoughts on that and why are women and men um, agreeing so easily um, to just cohabitate, practice? Sometimes with women it could be, and I hate to say desperation, but sometimes we're so needy for someone, like my sister friend said, we settle. Um, and the man is probably not really looking for marriage, but he wants to be with an individual. And so the woman, what we do is we settle. And when you get into those cohabitation or mm -hmm. those type of relationships, you really lose out. You, you lose out because while you're playing house, first off, this not God's design and it's got God's will. It's his design. He said marriage is an honorable thing. It's yes. honorable among all. And so it's not blessed. That's right. First off, it's not blessed. You're out of the will. Yeah. There's no covenant there. And so now your protection is gone. And then you're not even protected as far as the boundaries of, of marriage mm -hmm. because there's no commitment. There's You don't have to have commitment commitment, no responsibility. They can just go and leave. There's no restrictions. Yeah. They could just go and leave and come and go. And you invest all of these emotions and that time and that energy into something that's not even guaranteed. There's no covenant or contract right, between right. the two. So you you lose out. But So why do you think that, Kathy, that's become um, so popular for people? Because I think, I don't think it's a matter of us saying to people, you know, that's, you shouldn't do that, or um, it's not biblical. I think people at the core already know no. that it's not right, but so, but why do you feel like it's more attractive, that they're willing to take a chance 
on um, that much investment. Okay, I'm gonna bring this real down. Okay. You know how we say um, cohabitating, like my grandmother say, shacking up. <laughs> and the reason why so many people are shacking up, and we see it in the yeah. body of Christ a lot, because if I talk to singles and they say, well, it's no definitive statement that says in the Bible that you can't live together, this and that. But it's so many other things in the mm -hmm. Bible that, you know, correlate with that this is something that we're not supposed to do. So then we figure, you know, God is okay with God is love. He see, he knows my heart. Right. But then he talks about sexual immorality. Right. He don't tell us in the Bible, um, you don't smoke cigarettes, but but the Bible says that our body is a temple of God. So we try to go around those things to justify right. why we do what we do. And that should be called among us in the body of Christ. And I think that's where we get into. The world is doing it. They seem happy. They have their Facebook career in it and Instagram career. So then we think it's okay. It's trendy. It's yeah, it's, it's, it's trendy. It's the thing yes. to do. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, but it's actually costing. Yes. It, it costs you emotionally. It costs you spiritually. Um, yes. it, it's a high cost uh, yes. to pay emotionally mm -hmm. and uh, spiritually yes. uh, when you just haphazardly decide to cohabitate. I mean, to be honest, in, in our pastoring, we've had couples that have joined the church mm -hmm. and they came in and they were cohabitating. They was, mm -hmm. you know, they were shacking. Mm -hmm. They was living together. There were some people that was common law married, yes. you know, but it took them sitting under the presence of God, hearing yes. the word of God yes. and receiving the impartation of, of what God's thoughts, not necessarily, not man's thoughts, yes. but what, what yes. are God's thoughts? Yes. Because when you talk about marriage, marriage is what God created. It's, it's not an institution mm -hmm. that was created by man or by government. Yeah. It was created by God, right? Yes. And so when, once they hear that and they, and we just, that's where the love part comes in. Right. You love them in their, right. in their state. And then on their on their own, they come and they say, Pastor, Bishop, Sister, whoever, uh, we want to be married. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yes. So you have those stories. Yes. Uh, haven't you all found those stories in the churches that you all go oh, to? Oh, yes. Most right. definitely. Um, and so that happens. But at the front, as young people, uh, we need to bring the sanctity and the honor yes. of what marriage is yes. again yes. back into um, our lives as a whole. Yes. And people say, well, it's just a piece of paper. Mm. What are y'all's thoughts on that, Tamika? I don't think, I think you said something that was profound about letting God's words, letting them understand what God's thoughts is. I think it's ignorance, like lack of knowledge. Mm -hmm. I don't think they really understand mm -hmm. what's at stake, yeah. what's happening in the spiritual realm, mm -hmm. what's happening with their relationship with God yeah. and, and how that relationship is, is not covered and protected. So I think it's really teaching and them not really knowing the, the value in, in, into, you know, connecting or getting into a covenant relationship versus something you get into and I could just get out anytime I want to, you know, yeah. easy in, easy out. Right. But there are benefits and there's a covering and protection and I think really it's lack of knowledge right. about it. And I, you know, and I want to say this because I want to bring your books up again. I don't, I don't want this conversation to somehow, you know, it turns and we're talking about marriage. Because not every single person wants to be married. That's right. That's you know what I mean? Right. And then it goes back to that same thought. Mm -hmm. is, is that we're all, that, as if the marriage is 
um, the ideal for everyone. Yes. And the, right. really the realities are not everyone is going to get married. That's mm -hmm. true. You know, and, mm -hmm. and, and if that's your truth or if that becomes the, the, what God has ordained for your life, mm -hmm. then you have to still live a full life yes. that's right. for God. You have to that's travel, good. do yeah. all the things that you want to do mm -hmm. and, and have a, the, a full experience, um, yeah. a, a, you know, in the earth. Um, that might not include a mate. Yes. Um, these ladies have a whole lot more that they can share. And so I want to encourage you. I dated three preachers. This is a great book from a young millennial thinker. Jesus Girl Journal um, by Shemaya Williams. You want to get this. If you're struggling in your prayer life, she's got a prayer CD. Very anointed. You want to get that. And then Miss Tamika Ford, Singled and Save, Embracing Your Season of singleness. Yes, yes, it may just be a season. So God wants to prepare you so that you can meet your Adam. And then the next we're going to level up. Come on, Come on here. We're going to level up. Next level living. Yes. This is for anybody, everybody, even the men. You got to level up because these queens is coming ready. That's right. That's so, right. you know, you got to come ready too, King. Yes. And so you want to make sure you get uh, Tamika Ford's book as well. Ladies, this has been a very insightful, very encouraging. Um, those of you, those of you that are watching, I hope that you've been encouraged, inspired to live your best life and to, to live whole in your singleness. God bless you. Thank you for joining us. Sister Friends Cup and Conversation. We're so glad you were a part of this week's discussion. Maintaining a godly standard should be central in our growth from waiting on the Lord to dating and ultimately choosing our mate. Trusting his guidance can only lead us into his will for us to have a fulfilling godly process along the way. Thanks for joining us this week and don't forget to check us out across all of our social media platforms. Hope to see you next week.